Welcome to another episode of the Credit Repair Hangout. I am your host, Eric Hicks, owner of VIP Score Boosters Credit Repair, and I am so glad that you are joining me today. As always, if you're here to fix your credit because you're trying to buy a new house, if you're trying to fix your credit so you can buy a new car, or if you're just trying to fix your credit to overall level up your life, you are in the right place. I promise you did not find this podcast by accident. You were destined to be here. You were supposed to be here and you will get the things you need today to be able to succeed. On this episode, we're talking about collection accounts, mainly because some people think they're scary. Some people think they got to live in fear when it comes to them. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the case. We're going to talk about why and we're going to talk about when you actually need to worry about them. So stay tuned. Let's go. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome to episode number 10. So glad you're continuing to rock with me. We, uh, we've been doing this every single week, and we, we've been ranking number one on Apple Podcasts for credit repair. If you search up credit repair with the first podcast to pop up, and I definitely want to keep it that way. So thank you for, for rocking with me every single week. I hope the information has been very useful. I'll say this too, I have started a YouTube channel that is giving more detailed step-by-step videos. So we have two episodes up right now. Well, two videos up right now. One on how to remove late payments from Capital One and from Credit One credit cards. And another video on how you can remove collection accounts step-by-step. So definitely go subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can get that info as well. And today's episode we're going to get right into it. I'm so tired of people being afraid of these collection companies. Like you don't have to live in fear when it comes to collection accounts. They are a part of the credit repair process. They are obligations that we had at some point, but they don't have to hang over your head like this black cloud and you'll be intimidated whenever you get the phone call. The people are putting pressure on you to try to get you to pay, sometimes threatening you with lawsuits and things of that at that such and uh here to tell you that that's a part of the the tactics that they use and it is what it is i don't foresee these companies stopping using these certain tactics to try to create urgency to get you to go ahead and pay them but you just need to be educated on when you actually need to take these collection accounts serious the things that they're saying and when it's really just a a tactic, you know, something that they're trying to use against you. So let's go ahead and back up quick second. What is a collection account? All right. Collection account is something that you had an obligation at some point. It can be anything like a cell phone bill or a cable bill. Those are pretty common. Uh, Old credit card that you may have had, maybe an apartment that you might have been leasing at some point. For whatever reason, whatever reason, you know, you uh, fell behind, fell on hard times. It happens. It is what it is. After so many days, they're going to sell that to a collection company. Typically, the collection company is going to buy that debt, whatever you owe for like pennies on the dollar, usually. So you got to think these are businesses. They're in business to try to make a profit off of you. So let's let's pretend that you had an old cell phone, cell phone bill, 
you got it and it was $150 and let's say you ended up switching cell phone providers. You went from Verizon to AT&T. And then let's say once you got with AT&T, you started things with them, but you never took care of that $150 Verizon cell phone bill. So Verizon, they maybe they billed you one more time. So now you owe $300 and they, you never paid it. Three months, four months went by and then they gave up on it and then they sold your debt you know, to a collection company. Let's say they did that. And now this collection company says, hmm, okay, all right, there's a $300 debt here. All right, well, will y'all take $75 for this debt? And then they buy the debt from Verizon for $75, even though you owe $300. So, all right, so now they got something that they can make a profit off of. And then they're going to start reaching out to you. The collection company is going to say, hey, we have a debt in your office that we feel belongs to you. And unless you dispute this within 30 days, we're going to assume that it's valid and we're going to report it to the credit bureaus. So boom, then what you see happen, usually you check credit karma or you check Experian or whatever you use to monitor your credit and you see XYZ collection company, $300 debt, original creditor of Verizon. And you're like, dang, I wish I would have took care of that bill. But then what could also happen is now you start getting phone calls while you're at work, while you're at home, while you're walking the dog, while you're going to the gas station, while you're going to the grocery store. And it's like ongoing. It doesn't stop. They're saying things like, hey, well, we we this is from this call is from a debt collector. We got to get you to take care of this debt or we're going to you know pursue legal action. We're going to do this. And those calls can be pretty scary. But what you need to know is. If you're on the path to credit repair, you treat every negative item the same. You don't necessarily have to give one negative item more urgency than another. So if you have charge-offs, if you have accounts with late payments, if you have these collection accounts, you're attacking everything with the same amount of urgency. Meaning just because you get a phone call from a collection company saying they're going to do this or do that, you don't have to feed into that and you don't have to just rush to go ahead and pay them. And we're going to we're going to get into why you don't want to rush into going ahead and paying them as well, because you could be, you know, putting yourself in a position of just losing your money and not getting anything out of it. So they're going to say things. That's their that's their job. They're trying to get you scared enough to go ahead and give them some money. So if they can be successful in that, and let's say, you know, they pay $75 for it, let's say they tell you, well, hey, if you want, we can go ahead and settle this out today only if you pay us $150. So if you pay them $150, you feel like you're getting a $150 discount off the 300 and then they're making $75 profit. So that's all they care about. They're trying to make that $75 profit. And what can happen is if you agree to this over the phone and let's say you go ahead and give them $150 of your money and then they don't remove it from your credit report, they just update it that you paid it, you got nothing out of that transaction. And I'm going to say that again. Let's say you go ahead and agree to the deal they told you. They're going to take 50% off your debt. You're going to go ahead and pay $150. They're making their money off of it. You're thinking you're improving your credit, but then you check your credit report 
the collection is still there. It just has a $0 balance saying you paid it off. That's not as good as it being completely removed from your credit report. And that's where things get interesting because what you should do is you should dispute it the same way you're disputing every other negative item on your credit report. But the thing with collections is these collection companies, they are businesses and they are not necessarily organized businesses. They're buying so many of these debts, like so many of them. They're just every day they're buying debts. Whether they get all the records is sometimes not as, you know, high on their priority list as it is making money, finding something that they can flip. They want to find a debt they can pay the least amount for, turn around, get the most out of you and just make their profit that way. So you have to be an educated consumer when it comes to this. You have to know of this law that exists called the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act. The Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, FDCPA. This law is basically saying that these collection companies have to abide by certain criteria to even be able to report something on your credit report, to be able to collect on a debt. It also tells them when they can't call you after certain hours. So you got to get educated on this law so that you know that you're the one that's really in control. Like they can't call and just harass you and ask you a bunch of questions. You can flip the script and do the same thing to them. But my advice on dealing with any phone calls is don't. <laughs> if you get a, a phone call from a collection company, you tell them, hey, I appreciate your phone call. I can't take calls at work or I can't take these types of calls, you know, uh, in my business. And you can say what you can do is. Mr. or Miss Collection Company, send whatever you have to the address that you have on file for me. And they're going to say, well, we need to verify your address. You don't verify anything on the phone with these collection companies. You look at them as, I don't know who you are. You might be a scam. I don't know if you're really the person that bought this debt from whoever I may have owed. You don't admit to anything on the phone and you treat them like a complete stranger that has to prove themselves to you. And then you put yourself back in the, the place of control because then whatever they send you, you can send back requesting more information that they probably don't have. And that's how you get collection accounts deleted by finding out the things that they don't have, finding out the errors in the way that they're probably reporting these collections. And then you're in the place of control. So if you are having a ton of collection companies calling you. If you got a ton of collections on your credit report, do not stress it. Just start attacking each individual one, one by one. You know, you're going to write debt validation letters to them. You're going to ask them for specific things. Hey, ABC Collection Company, I see that you're reporting some debt on my credit report. I need you to send me whatever you have on this debt Mainly, I would like to see an original contract with my name on it so I can see what interest and fees went into calculating whatever this alleged debt is that you're reporting on my credit report. And then say something like, if you can't send me this, then kindly delete this from my credit report. And you can leave it at that. If you got 10 collection accounts, that means you got 10 letters that you're going to have to write to each one of these collection companies. But that's the way you attack it. And you don't live in fear with this. You don't 
think, well, what if they sue me? What if they do this? What if they do that? You have to address each one the same. And we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to tell you when you need to worry about a collection company and when you need to go ahead and pay them. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Credit Repair Hangout fam. Have you ever heard of Free Score 360? If you haven't, you got to check them out. Free Score 360 will provide you with a detailed copy of your credit report for Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And the best part of this is they do this for $1 for a seven-day trial. You heard me right. $1 for a seven-day trial. So definitely take advantage of this offer. In addition to providing the credit reports, they also provide daily monitoring and updates and alerts so you know exactly what's going on with your credit at all times. I'll put a link in the show notes and definitely take advantage of this so that you can start repairing your credit and doing it right. Thanks so much for joining us and we're about to get back to the episode. Right, welcome back and thank you for sticking around. I want to get into an important piece of this process because I know I'm saying a lot of things as far as not really taking these threats serious, not really having any kind of like serious urgency with a particular one, no matter what they say, because they're going to say a lot of things and a lot of the stuff that collection companies say are simply intended to create urgency and get you to go ahead and pay them. And, and of course, I'm not a lawyer. This isn't any kind of legal advice, but this is tips from my personal experience with collection accounts. The experience of me having a credit repair company from three years well, for three years and seeing kind of what happens in all these situations. So I can definitely speak from a point of seeing these things. So I want to tell you when you need to worry about a collection company and when you need to go ahead and work it out and pay them. And that is when you get what's called a summons. A summons is when they basically come, they they knock on your door, they deliver it, and it's telling you that you are being sued and you have a court date. And it usually says something like, unless you respond to this within 14 days with your intentions, a default judgment can be granted against you. That is the worst thing that you want. Listen to me when I say this. If you allow a judgment to be filed against you, that's basically saying that the the judge is pretty much going to award the the debt to the collection company and they're going to let them collect their money and that might be them garnishing your wages and and I'm in Alabama, I know in Alabama they can take up to 25% per paycheck. So if you make every two weeks. Now you make $600 every two weeks. If you make $1,000 every two weeks, now you make $750 every two weeks. So once you get a judgment, you need to act. You need to respond. You need to call them. You need to work it out. You need to find a payment plan or something that you can do. You don't need to ignore that. That is when you really got to get some urgency going and take care of that so that they can't basically go in and and take your money from you because we got bills, we got other obligations, we got kids, we got a lot of 
things going on and, you know, we can't just let someone take 25% of our paycheck before we even get it. So definitely take that serious. But everything else other than that, them sending you letters saying we may do this or we may do that if you don't pay, all those are usually some type of scare tactic, some type of just trying to create urgency within you. And the bigger the debt, like if it's a debt over a thousand dollars, usually they might want to go ahead and just sue you for it. But the smaller ones, the $200, the $300 ones, usually those you don't have to worry about this as much. So you can go ahead and dispute them, dispute them, dispute them. Keep sending the debt validation letters. Keep trying to find things wrong with them because those are lower amounts that usually don't, don't go to court over. So you can usually treat those like a safe zone. But if you got bigger ones, the ones that are $1,000, dollars $3,000, you know, you might want to shy away from those if you don't want to trigger anything. But usually most collection companies, they're going to sue you whether or not you're disputing it or not. If the debt is big enough for them to want to go ahead and go after it and get maybe a default judgment against you. So, a lot of times you might think you triggered something, but they they were probably going to sue you anyway. But you just don't want to put yourself on the radar with disputing larger debts because you might bump yourself up to the top of the lawsuit list. So because at the end of the day, it's still money that we owed. I know, you know, all of us deserve second chances if we ran into financial trouble and we couldn't pay. We had to choose between paying our rent, you know, providing food for our kids, for ourselves versus paying a debt. I mean, I get it. It is what it is. But you just don't want to go and trigger something that, you know, could be something that you're not ready to take care of right now. So my advice on that would be you just stay away from debts that are really big, a thousand plus you know, maybe save those for the, the back of the, the line whenever you really got your finances in order and you can afford whatever situation comes of it. So, um, but for the most part, treat everything else just like a, a scare tactic. Unless you get that actual summons, don't let them scare you. Don't just sit up and live in fear. Don't, you know, get uh, anxiety whenever you got a phone call from a collection company. Just use the script that I told you pick up the phone, tell them, hey, I don't want to communicate with you over the phone. Just send whatever you have to the address you have on file. Do not verify any information. If they try to say, well, hey, is this your current address? Is this the best number to reach you? Uh, is this still your current workplace? Just don't say any of that. Like That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get information out of you to use in their favor. And you don't want to make it easy for them. You want to continue to make them work for it. And that's pretty much uh, the gist of dealing with collection accounts. There's more to it. There's more tricks that uh that you can definitely do to, to work on them. But for the most part, you don't want to live in fear. You want to understand your rights and the laws that are in place to help you get things deleted. And then you want to understand when you really need to take a collection account serious. And I just taught that to you today. So that's it. I mean, uh, if you got, you know, collection accounts, you need uh, some deeper advice. I definitely recommend you schedule a free consultation. The link is in the uh, the show notes to do that. And uh, you will need a copy of your credit report. I can't do a consultation without a copy of your credit report. So I have a link in there where you can get it for one dollar. And <laughs> I always say, don't let one dollar keep you from having good credit. So uh, 
definitely check that out. Please keep leaving likes and reviews on this podcast. Still a new podcast, 10 episodes in, but we're doing really good, and I want to keep it that way. So that's going to help more people find the show. And if you find it useful, I hope you can uh, at least give me that in exchange for the information. And uh, go over to YouTube, definitely subscribe, and uh, let me know if y'all got more episodes, ideas that you you know would want to hear about. I'm, I'm an open book. Please email me. I'll put my email in the show notes as well. And we're going to keep learning together. We're going to keep getting better credit together. And uh, y'all, I'm going to see y'all next week. We'll have another great episode for you. Peace.